It's been 50 years since the War of the Wilds, and still nothing grows on the Kindlelands. The exact day the flora of the world stood up and ravaged the cities of the Greenor Peninsula is lost to the ages. After the great fire tore its way from west to east, turning the land barren and fallow, the otherworldly patrons, the guides, and the great cities of the Kindlelands worked together in their own way to bring a kind of peace to a war-torn people. It is a gentle, delicate balance, and something or someone threatens it. Hello, and welcome to Another Path. My name is Chase, and I'll be your GM. Today, Jackson writes a letter, Saphir makes a new friend, and Mordecai gets his world turned upside down. Special thank you to our backers, Kim, Zand, and Connor, for their support. So, sit back, relax, and enjoy your trip down Another Path. So Cassie and I went and looked at apartments yesterday, oh. and uh, we, we looked at one place, and it wasn't great. The lady from the rental office is like, okay, we're going to go to this other place over on on this street, which I'm going to keep redacted for obvious reasons, yep. Yes, uh, because I think we might actually end up renting this place. She said she'd never been there before. The person who'd lived there uh, had been living at this location since before she started working for the company, and we drive over, and we're like, this is a really familiar part of town, I feel like. Like, didn't we have a friend that used to live over on this street? Yeah. Yeah, we did. And we pull up to this house, and it's a duplex house, and it's got, like, a top floor and the bottom floor, and we're looking at the bottom floor. It's like, didn't Ryan Halfhill of Shakespeare live at this residence? <laughs> yes. As a matter Perfect. of fact, he did. Perfect. Um, oh, my God. So we go into Ryan and Hannah's old place. Very old and, place. Um, and the place... It's obviously still the same layout, but wildly different because instead of, you know, our very good Viking friends living there, a buff vampire (laughs) who apparently practices Judaism lives there. What? So we walk in blackout curtains everywhere. Sure. Not an ounce of daylight is seeping in. We're like fumbling around for the light switches just to get a good look around. Uh, And it's a really nice place. It's got, you know, a wraparound porch, which is actually... Actually, what made me think of this because we could do games at my place like sitting outside all sitting around one microphone uh, if we've got my yeti there because that would be awesome uh, right exactly outside game uh, but uh more to the point that i've that i was actually getting to random hanukkah decorations hung up sure right. like like tinsel made stars of david specifically you know. huh hmm um, All right. And a big punching bag. <laughs> like a big, like, legit, like, think of a punching bag. Like yeah. hanging from the ceiling? Hanging from the ceiling, just there. A buff. How is it not bag. torn the ceiling out? I, I don't know. I'm like surprised. There's got to be like yo. Though, gotta, that means it's got to be braced or something. It, found like a find a stud or something. Yeah, it's a stud finder to find a crossbeam in their mm-hmm. rented God. ceiling, so they could hang up their MMA punching bag. It's a bold strategy, Cotton. But nobody can see yep. it because of the curtains. Yep. Oh man. Um. So uh, for real though, that apartment hunting at BG is kind of a bitch right now. Call Steve. It's not great. Well, Nicole, I don't know. Like, Nicole and I are like, it's like, do we want to move back into our old building? Do it. Yes. I don't know. Zach, if I could have, I would have. Do it. 
That's I where... just moved into my neighboring. The the this building yeah. that building's a younger cousin. Hey, you have a beam though. I do have a beam that apparently all my beam. friends are gaga for. It's a good it's, beam. It's very architecturally yeah, no, pleasing. So that's about what fifteen minutes in. Mm-hmm. Should we Jeez. dive? Let's just jump into it. Let's just, let's just do, do for let's it. Let's just fucking do it. Let's just do the damn thing. Let's fucking what's oh it like? Like guys, what the fuck? <laughs> and fade into music. All right, so Zafir would like to go to the deep shrine. Yeah, um, what time is it right now? It is probably getting around like eight thirty, nine o'clock. Cool. Um, so would, would there be any like shops open? Because there is a couple things I need to pick up on my way to the deep shrine. You would have to do uh, an investigation check for something like that. Okay. Um, while you're rolling that, uh, Mordecai and Jackson, you two have probably got about, um, I'm going to say probably an hour, hour and a half before the party is going to kick into full swing. What would you two like to do? I do want to have a quick chat with the three of us before Zephyr splits off. Absolutely. Um, I'm not sure what after that, but okay. Uh, yeah, no, we step outside and Zephyr does a... Hey, you did really good in there. That was that went better than I thought it was gonna go. That means that oh, Zafir like sticks out his tongue and it just looks like gross and bloodied, oh. and like like he was chomping it the whole time. Oof. Well, that went okay. All right, that- debrief. Did we get what we wanted? I think so. I mean, it is looking like he at least at face value. Yeah, we get. He's yeah. going to find a way for us to either be outside the room or in the room with Jackson tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, once that is done, he does not seem like he is going to limit us as far as movement. Either it be we are confined to the city or wherever else he seems to want to send us. And we might actually get to take the fight to these guys. Well, I don't, I don't know if we'll get to do that. We shall see. But I don't think we're not going to get locked away in a room. Yeah, exactly. That's. I think that that went probably as well as it could. So. And I think, I think him continuing to read reports of how effective we've been, and it's only been two months, guys. But as we've gotten better working together over it's been a long two months, we're a, we're a force to be reckoned with. I'll say, especially once we get the forebearer. Yeah, I understand the hesitation tactically, but. At some point, you have to use. You got to use your uh, your biggest arrows, so to speak. <laughs> your biggest ballista. Yes, your biggest your, tre- tre- yeah. trebuchet. Yeah, your mm, yeah. Got to get Mag- magical. You got to trot out the big guns. There, I said boom, it. Boom, boom. <laughs> All right. Um, Zephyr. Yes. You said something to us. In the middle of that, telepathically. What was up? What did you notice? He attempted to do something. I, I not, I'm not sure. All I know is that I felt as though the the patrons were trying to calm me. Okay. But it was right after, right after the king said something. And it, I, I felt something happen immediately when he was done. Jackson, when you were talking about 
wanting to essentially the the patrons want to be a part of this. It felt like the wanderer really wanted to say something but couldn't. And I'm not sure why he was he was he just biting his tongue like Saphir? We don't like being cooped up. Yeah, um it was the whole being kept in a room and everything, but it it felt like he was being restrained and hearing the wanderer, I'll just was that were you holding back or was something holding you back? My dude. Yes. Oh, great. Was it him? Mm. I'll take that as a yes. Take it as ever you will. Because what? I cannot say. You made a deal. I cannot say. Uh, you piece of shit. Well, we have he some made time a, before. The- he made a deal. Don't listen to him. I guess you can't. He's in my head. He I made, can't hear the word he says. He made a deal. Oh, he's he's about to explode. I can just feel it. <sighs> oh, okay. Oh, well, we said, have. Wait, what if I if I keep poking him? Maybe he'll cave and he'll tell me. I don't think. I don't think that's how that. <laughs> he works. can't walk away from you. That would be unwise, Mordecai. Fine, fine. Remember the part where they can Baby. like where they can like temporarily take over bodies and make things happen. I'll be honest, I was almost going to try to let him to have him give words to the king, because I thought that'd frankly be hilarious. I mean, that hasn't happened to me. Has it happened to you? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, more talking to Jackson here. Yeah. With Gaia, is more of... When she feels things very strongly, I can't help but feel the same and act upon it. Hmm. The deep is pretty quiet, and Kelly just kind of shows up when things aren't looking so well, good. Well, that's so. <laughs> handy for you. You're also a warlock, so you probably have a bit more of a handle on these things than we do. Oh, that makes sense. Well, I, I suppose so. <laughs> but anyway, we only have a few uh, an hour or so until the party. Yeah. Do you need to do anything beforehand? <sighs> I have something that I would like to do. Um, you don't right. need to come, necessarily speaking, but... Um, you sure? I mean, if you would like to, I mean, I, I suppose you could. I but just, um, just seeing if you needed needed backup or anything. I've got a letter to write. I, well, there we go. I got a couple stops could, I can make around town. Yeah. Um, there's some, actually something um that might be good for you to do. Um, give me a moment. Um, yeah, sure. Actually, will you just walk with me for a little while? Yeah. All right, beautiful. Um, so yeah, I, when I rolled that thing to look f- uh, to investigate, see if any shops were open. Yeah, I rolled a fourteen. Okay. Um, you are able to find uh, bits and bobs, and uh, you're getting there just as they are starting to shut down. Or I, 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 I rush in. I'm like, um, hi, pardon me. Um, I just need to pick up a couple of things if that's all right. Just yeah, go hurry, please. Um, I just I buy like a, a nice sized clump of clay, mm-hmm. um, and then I'm gonna buy a, a few like rolls of like parchment, mm-hmm. um, and that's it. That's all I need. So, mm. okay, I guess you work quick. Um, <laughs> Fifteen gold. All right, thank you. And I pay the man. Mm-hmm. Um, at one of the the pay pieces the of parchment I have, I am going to come out. Um, do you have your pen on you, perchance? Uh, the green one. Yes. Yeah. Uh, ah, shit. Wait, <laughs> nope. Hey, there we go. Here you go. Um, I want to write out 
a message to Greenstone. Okay. Um, pretty much just explaining, like, you know, I'm in the city with some companions. Mm-hmm. May need your assistance. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll keep you posted. We'll meet at the rendezvous. Okay. I'm assuming there's some sort of, like, symbol or insignia that I can put at the bottom that it's like, oh, this guy. Uh, you tell me what that is. What is your code phrase? Um, I don't think it's a code phrase. I think it's, um, let's just say it's, you know, a, a circle and inside it, no, it looks like two sort of intersecting V's meeting sort of, um, halfway. Okay. Um, and that, that it, it's nothing overly extravagant, but. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah. For those of you at home who can't see this, we did just get to watch uh, Zach Rob draw his symbol with his own fingers, and it did not become lewd, and I was impressed. It's like a greater than, less than sign intersecting. Just put them on their sides um, and meet them so that the tops of the Vs are both pointing outward, Mm -hmm. um, and that's inside a circle. Okay. So are you going to drop the note off first, or are you going no, to... Um, well, I'm going to give it to, to Mordecai um, okay. and be like, would you mind delivering this to... Um, and I believe that sort of dropped where to find her Yep, uh, you in our t- little meeting. So You I'll- did get an address. Uh, it is... Where did I put that? Because I did think this was going to come up. Uh, the corner of Sale and Knot, uh, which are uh, two streets in the Wharf District. Mordecai, this will, this letter needs to go to Greenstone. You, okay. I believe you've been told who she is. I know that they're associated with you. That's about it. That That is about all you need to know for the time being. But as your mother said, she is someone who can get us out of here, need be. Okay, yeah. So if you can deliver this, you will find a loose brick in the street. Um, two down from the light post. If you pull that out, it will be hollowed out. Okay. Place this in there and stick it back where it was. God, is this what what you do all the time? This is badass. Well, not as of late, because I've been a little busy, but yes. This is really cool, Zephyr. Um, but leave that there, and she will get the message. yeah, yeah, sure. Um, do me a favor. Mm. Make sure you're not followed. I will turn into a wolf or something. Or a dog. Beautiful. Yeah. Cool. So yeah, I have I do that, and um, mm-hmm. I'm ahead off my way. And, okay. Uh, All right. Do sounds good. Okay, uh, Jackson. Is there anything else that you wanted to do before the party? Um, he go he goes he goes for clear. He goes back to the Sybil Works. All right, Jackson. You head back to the Sybil Work Manor uh, to um, get some alone time before the party. And as you get there, you can see preparations are absolutely in full swing. Shifter's going to shift into party mode here real quick. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> wow, that 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 really got you, huh? That got him. Oh, my God. It's because <laughs> I'm one of them. <laughs> um. You see most of the folks uh, that you met earlier there. <laughs> Leth is there and is uh, uh, tending to uh, getting some uh, a crudite out and ready to go. Um, as, as, I, see... as I get there and I open, uh, mm-hmm. I open the door and walk in, I announce myself. Hello! Mm. Hello! Hello! Um, 
Oh, that was, that was my wrong. name is Shifter Benjen. No, I'm kidding. Oh my god. <laughs> Hi, I'm home ish. You are also introduced to uh, a young man that uh, you didn't meet earlier, Nikolai. Uh, he is a little bit older than Kara, and the pair of them are working on uh, beverages and getting those prepped. Leia and Kella have both left to go on a um, uh, supply run just in case. You know, grabbing some grabbing some little extras. Gotta get fantasy. those wavy lays. Exactly. <laughs> Hashtag noise. Mm-hmm. That losses. <laughs> They're on a beer run. Back up, E-double-E-double-R-U-N. I fucking knew you were going to do it. I fucking knew it. I fucking griffin baited. Thanks, Dad, for teaching me that song at the ripe age of seven. That seems right. Am I talking about me or Mordecai? Who knows? Whoa, 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 What? Art imitates But, Jackson, you are able to use your newfound elvish grace to make your excuses and slip through the the preparations up to a room that was pointed out to you earlier that you were able to kind of decompress in. Once I get up to the room, it's just clunk, 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 as armor piece after armor piece just comes off nicely and mm-hmm. set nicely but it is heavy and unwieldy absolutely and can finally take a second and decompress and unwind and uh pulls out uh one of the paired scrolls and jackson sits down uh and begins to write dear addy well we met the king that was a lot he's a nice guy though we'd like him well I like him. Zephyr was Zephyr, and Mordecai, his family's pretty important, evidently. But the king was nice. He seemed like he really cared and wanted the best, not just for us, but for the Kindle Lens. I'm going in the morning as soon as the sun comes up to get your present. I can't wait to see it. We're back at the Sebulworks now, evidently. There's a lot of parties when you're in the capital Mordecai's mom wants to throw a little get together kind of for us, kind of for his family I think they're setting it up downstairs now tomorrow I'm gonna get the last patron take the forebearer for a ride and that should should be the end of it and then we we wait and see what the king wants us to do and hopefully it's something that the patrons want to do. And it's just, it's kind of a big political mess. And I'm not very good at that. But we're we're getting by. Um, oh, I met Master B. He's a delightful fellow. He says hi. Things aren't getting better. Things are only getting more complicated. And I don't know what to do. I don't know what's going to happen. The king has plans, but it sounds like every person in this city also has a plan, and none of them line up, and none of them are what the patrons want or may be the best for us, and who knows what's coming over the wall, or how. We're going to make it through this. I know it, somehow. I hope everything's well up at Geitwert, and I can't wait to make it back up to you. XOXO Jackson 
And you finish your letter and you kind of lay back and close your eyes and just prepare yourself for the night that is still ahead of you. And I do my best to uh, fill my head with happy thoughts and not to get caught up in memories best forgotten. Zephyr, you exit bits and bobs and uh, you part your way with Mordecai. Tell me, how do you get to the Shrine of the Deep in Bulwark? Oh, I, I love doing the, having to be able to do this kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, I feel like um, is Bulwark is by, it, it, words are hard. No, it's on a mountain. So, so yeah. it's not near a shore at all, is there? Or is there so, ports? There is a port. Uh, it sits on the very edge of the coast of the Kindle Lands. It is, you know, to get down to the docks. I do have fly, and I have two uses of it. Today, well, you, so. you have you have fly, and you also have access to the mine carts, which go up and down. Oh yeah, I think I think uh, Zephyr will just he'll just burn his fly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, I think it's going to be easier. I think he's going to do it. Sans giant electrical wings. Sure. Um, yeah, you 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 fly in stealth mode. Yeah. Um, you take a, a running leap and you hit the air. What do you do next? Um, well, I, I I fly down towards the port. Um, and as I land, there's um some outer walls um that sort of um yeah they're, they're, it's more of a cliff face mm-hmm. um where like the 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 rocks sort of meet in and the bay lets in um what I, I try, there's a word for that but i'm not sure what it's an called. inlet key? an inlet yes a key a key yes i think um so along one of those walls um there hits a point where zephyr finds um three sort of horizontal grooves mm-hmm that along with with his his uh, ring puts into one of them, and the other two he puts fingers in and drags them along the way. At a certain point, he runs them downward, switches, runs up, and then pushes into the stone itself. Mm-hmm. And there's a you know a, a koosh as like a bit of the wall separates in parts, and mm-hmm. there's like stairs that 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 uh, spiral on down. Absolutely. Um... You do that trivially. No checks or anything. You just know how to get there. And as you descend into uh, the shrine itself, um, the walls start to change. They go from the rough-hewn stone of bulwark itself to something beyond stone. It doesn't even feel real at this point. This is true magic. It is smooth, and it would be... To call it frictionless would be wrong, because there you're not sliding all over the place. But it's like it has lost all character down here. Um, you start to see lines running down, and they just... It is the only break in the matte gray-white color of uh, the area around and it eventually spirals out into a gridded pattern Um, you walk into the room there are no light sources in here yet the rooms does seem to be perfectly well lit all right so um as the fear you know he he you know hits the landing at the bottom um takes a very deep inhale Mm -hmm. and exhale Mm -hmm. um and is walking towards the stone. Um, I feel like Zephyr probably still has his big pack tome mm-hmm. slung on him. Absolutely. And so he cracks that open and has a few pages from his dad's book mm-hmm. that um, he has brought aside for this occasion. Mm-hmm. Um, 
so he um he takes the lump of clay and walks up to sort of the altar that is there mm-hmm. um and slaps it down and starts working it into a sort of a bowl mm-hmm. um and then takes the parchment rolls it very tightly and sticks it sort of into the clay so it's like there's both uh, like there's two of them and they're both sort of sitting up vertically um in which he snaps his fingers they light Mm. And it burned. I, he lets them. He sits quietly and waits for them to burn down. Works the ash into the clay. Works the clay around into mm. a big mass. Flops it down, and then puts a um, his pretty much his thumb into the top of it. Takes the the point of his um, ring. Uh, cuts the the back side of his hand a bit, and lets the blood drip into the cove he just made in the clay. Works that in one last more, um, and then does a, a few twists and turns of his ring as he um, starts to commune with the deep. Zaka, love you. As you twist and turn your ring, um, the world around you twists and turns with it. You aren't made dizzy by it. You expected something like this was going to happen, although the degree to which it is is certainly unprecedented. Everything is different when you finish twisting and turning it. The walls around you have fallen away, and you are standing in that endless white void again. Um, And the deep doesn't even appear this time, but you do sense its presence. And... My lord... I have thought about the choice that you have given me. I would like to make it. Very good. Place your hand on the clay, and I will convert my power. He places his hand out, uh, puts it on there, and he says, For you, Father. You feel the power that you have had to conjure this assumement just flood you. You feel objects rushing through your mind. Small things like keys, chairs, and pillows, all the way up to very large objects like statues and carriages. All of these things just start flooding this potential energy that you have had within you, leaving you but becoming life. The clay underneath your hand starts to undulate and form and wave, and you start to feel what was once a soft, mushy clay become muscle and bone. And after a moment, this tiny little thing with beady little eyes and stubby little wings and chubby little paws. Oh, the, the wings are pretty big size. I like to describe it as like toothless mixed with like a sphinx cat. Yeah, no, that's Gans, actually. Yeah, nah, this is the this is straight up the homunculus from the monster from the monster manual. It looks up at you. Hello, I am Zephyr. You are Rogar. You are named for my father. And without him, I would not have been able to bring you here. 
and it claws its way up your shoulder and just kind of settles down and rests there. And um, you look at it and you look back and suddenly you are back in the shrine. Fear puts his hand up on, on the dude and mm-hmm. gives him you know, a scritch or two. A few tears are, are welled and uh, and streak. <laughs> um, and uh, he probably spends a little more time just um in meditation. Fair um, enough. In reverence, and um, eventually makes his way back to the party. I think he's just gonna fly again. Mm-hmm. Burn that, that other fly. Yeah, use that bad boy. All right. Mordecai, you head down to the wharf district. Um, do you walk or do you take a um, uh, do you take a cart? I will wild shape into just like a street mutt. Mm-hmm. Uh, my drug dog form. Mm-hmm. The only other time I've been a dog is when I've done drugs. <laughs> yep. Okay, you become a drug dog. Woof. And I will just, I'll just cruise through the streets. Also giving the wanderer his fill because he's also been walking mm-hmm. these streets in my brain yep. for the past little while. So now he can actually sort of walk the streets of Bulwark. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'll, I'll cruise around down to the Wharf District. Absolutely. Um, go ahead and roll me a stealth check. You got it. Oh, I don't have dog stealth on hand. D is for dog. There's no dog? <laughs> I'll use a wolf. How about that? That works. Uh, plus four. Unnatural 20. Okay, cool. Um, you streak through the city street, the city streets without any issue whatsoever. Uh, you do pass a handful of guards at one point, um, but they pay you no mind. You're just another stray to them. Haha. It takes you the better part of the hour that you have until the party to get down there because it's Bulwark's a big city. Even if you're heading, you know, downhill, mm-hmm. it's still something to get down to, you know, from the top of a mountain to the ocean. Yeah. Um, but you do get there and it doesn't take you terribly long to find uh, the cross streets that they were talking about. It's actually familiar to you and you're having kind of a hard time placing as to why, but you feel like you've been to this place before. You uh, follow Zephyr's instructions and uh, sure enough, there is a loose brick right where he told you. Cool. Um, you feel it with your dog, Paul. I will find a place out of sight mm-hmm. and become a Mordecai again. Okay. And then I will do the drop. Okay. You do the drop. Roll me a perception check. I was check. about to say, Mordecai's like hyper aware because this is like, this okay. is his first crime. So. Baby's first crime. Doing some crime. Doing some crime. Uh, it's a 17. Okay. Um, you notice that there is some movement uh, not terribly far from you, as if somebody is keeping an eye out on this dead drop point. Um, uh, you you don't see it, but you hear like some rustling over in another alley. I will divert 
mm-hmm. from the spot then i won't i won't go through with the drop right now okay am i able sure. to sort of circle around to where i heard this noise coming from um roll me a um hmm roll me another stealth check mordecai stealth this mm-hmm. time that is decent. That's a 13. It's Deese. It's Mad Deese. Mad okay. Deese. You got Mad Deese, bro. Okay, cool. You are able to swing through, but you're not seeing anything else. Mm. Could have been a cat. Could have been anything. Could have been a bird. I'm going to just really quickly cast Produce Flame. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, everything around you is cast in um, a strange light. No, I'm nervous. It could be the person that alerts her that someone has made the drop. I don't know that. <laughs> True. This is fair. You're not there. This I'm is not. Oh, I'll snuff the flame. Mm-hmm. Mm. I'm really wishing I hadn't burned the tiny pony as a party trick. <laughs> right. Because I definitely burned the tiny been, pony for the week as a party have, trick. It, it, it was, it yeah, it wasn't just a party trick. It was to bond with your kid sister. I mean, and that's not for nothing. Yeah, but not for nothing. But it'd be really useful right now. It'd be really useful right now. Um, well, now that we know we need it here and not earlier, we'll load uh, that save. <laughs> okay. Mordecai will... God, I have nothing clever. I guess I'm just going to go for it. Okay. Hang on. Let me double check to make sure I don't have anything clever. I don't think that I do. Should I go for it? Yikes. Here's what I'll do. Thank you. I will. I will. And and I'm I'm on the wharf, right? Yep. Is there any sort of like nighttime fog or mist? Um, there is a little bit of mist rolling in. It's just starting to get there, but... Okay. Um, you feel like you might be able to, uh, use that to your advantage. Well, here, here's what I do, is I'll, I'll, I'll find a place that I think is out of sight, and I will mm-hmm. cast Fog Cloud nice. on that nice, area nice, nice. and have it waft in the direction of the dead drop mm-hmm. to try and make it look more natural. Sure. And then I will cast long strider on myself mm-hmm. and I will speed in make the drop speed out okay absolutely um, and then dog <laughs> okay so here's what you do you go into you, you loop around uh, to one side of the building you cast the fog cloud after letting it waft for a minute you cast long strider on yourself and you dip below that fog cloud level pull the brick up pop the note in and then pop the brick back down move around to the other side of the building none the wiser you take a moment to catch your breath because long strider even though it's a magic spell can't take a lot out of a guy because you're moving real quick you place your hand up on the glass of the building and as you pull your hand away um you're wipe some of the dust away and you know even before you finish reading the words Suddenly, why this place seemed so familiar. 
because you, as you pull your hand away from the golden eye emblazoned on the window, Amber Eye Associates. What the fuck? Is written on the window. Whoa! Game. Yeah! <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> Wait, what? It was it was future past Yo. us. That's who it was. You escaped from future past up. Yo. That's oh What man. the shit, Greenlee? <laughs> it's real. It's real. Guys, drug quest is real. Oh my goodness. Hey guys, I threw a dart a year ago and I hit a bullseye. <laughs> Though night has fully set into bulwark, the city hardly misses a step. People from highest to lowest born continue about their lives and duties. In the lowest parts of town, not far from where Mordecai makes his figurative flight from the mysterious Amber Eye Associates building, a figure steps into the road. A cowled green cloak slung about their shoulders. They lift the loosened brick, they watch the shifter move, and read the note. Internalizing it, they toss the paper, igniting it with magic midair. They're gone before the cinders hit the ground. Further up the mountain, beneath Zephyr's literal flight, the final flight drinks deep to their accomplishment. For better or worse, they now, or soon would, have it made. The bartender of the mossy boulder brings the entertainers another round as they regale him with stories of their adventures, leaving only the choicest, classified details out. Wyatt, Jeremiah, and Joe laugh and talk easily, but Loaf and Gale sit reserved, yet happy. They share a glance. They agreed days ago that it was the right thing to do. They just hoped that they saw some justice for it. Even higher up, Past Jackson's silent ruminations at the top of the tallest tower at the top of the mountain, King Etrian Cranor sits with a cup of coffee. It's wholly unnecessary, but he enjoys the taste. Four journals lay before him, accounts from each of the members of the final flight. Jeremiah's had been a fine read, the man's artistic line shone through in his prose. He had just finished The Dragonborns, a fine enough read, beat for beat what the director had said. He flipped through the gnomes, anticipating much the same, but even a casual flip found that there were to be greater detail in some events that the two had not provided. He leaned back in his chair, flipped to the start, and began to read. Thank you for joining us here on Another Path. You can find our website and merch store at anotherpathpodcast.com, on Twitter at anotherpathpod, and on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash anotherpathpodcast. You can support our efforts by donating at patreon.com forward slash anotherpath, a special thanks to our donor, Nathan N., or by giving us a rating and review over on Apple Podcasts or what on whatever podcatcher will let you. Also, be sure to check out our sister show, Zach and Griffin's Multiversal Pet Shop, over at PetShopCast.com. You can find me on Twitter at TQLoudly, Ryan at Ryan underscore Albrecht, Griffin at Griffcold, and Zach at that guy Zach Rob. We'll be back in two weeks with a new episode, and until then, remember that sometimes you know more than you think.